0: So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that I truly hope is being a blessing to you. That's called recovery and restoration. Something that the Bible clearly states that God wants to do for every child of God, including me and you. What a good God we've got. And what a wonderful opportunity that he's presented to you and me. To have everything restored to us that rightfully belongs to you and me including the restoration of ours and other people's health. That's the kind of God that I'm proud to say that I love and trust. The kind of God who not only saves us, but desires and has every intention to restore everything that the devil has stolen from us. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Recovery and Restoration. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Joel chapter two, we're going to continue in the teaching that we started just a little while back. It's called recovery and restoration, recovery and restoration, because God is bringing a recovery and a restoration to his people at this time. I'm excited about it. I don't know about you at this time. God is bringing recovery and restoration of all that it is that the devil has stolen. Things that we know about, things that we didn't know about, things that we were upset about, things that we were not upset about. God is bringing recovery and restoration to me and you of the things that were stolen from us that God always wanted to be with me and you. This is a time where you're going to have recovery and restoration of things all through your life, beginning to manifest in your life. And then picking up pace if you continue to thank God for that glorious grace. And he will continue to cause restoration to come to you as long as you continue to participate and cooperate with what it is he's doing with you. God is doing great things. We're going to read the foundational text, then we're going to move forward into today's information, which I'm telling y'all is going to bless you if you got an ear to hear what the Lord's going to say. Joel chapter 2, we begin reading at verse 21. It says, Fear not, O land, be glad and rejoice, for the Lord will do great things. Be not afraid, ye beasts of the field, for the pasture of the wilderness do spring, for the tree beareth her fruit, the fig tree and the vine do yield their strength. Be glad then, ye children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God. For he hath given you the former rain moderately, and he will cause to come down for you the rain, the former rain and the latter rain in the first month. And the floors shall be full of wheat, and the vat shall overflow with wine and oil. And I will restore to you the years that the locusts have, taken, have eaten, the cankerworm and the caterpillar and the palmer worm, my great army which I sent among you. And ye shall eat in plenty, and be satisfied, and praise the name of the Lord your God that hath done wondrously with you. And my people shall never be ashamed. And ye shall know that I am in the midst of Israel, and that I am the Lord your God, and none else. And my people shall never be ashamed. That is God speaking of the recovery and restoration that's going to happen to me and you. The recovery and the restoration, that has already started for me and you, Amen. many of us. It has already started in our lives. Where well, recovery and restoration is already happening in our lives and the things that we're involved in, in the things that are in our personal life, in our family, and our friends' lives too. The recovery and restoration is happening all around me and you. Where well, God is getting back and regaining some things that were lost and taken away. He's making up for and making good things that were lost and damaged that was, got jacked up on another day. He's reclaiming from bad states and practices and turning them back into good states and practices. He's regaining some things that were in, in usable form or from refuse. It might have been all towed up, thrown out in a junk heap, but God went out to the junk heap, brought it back, and he's restoring it in such a way was it never like it had any lack. Praise God. God is doing great things in our life. He's regaining the possibility of, he, he, he's causing the possibility of a regaining to be able to happen to me and you. And so today, I'm going to talk to you about some more of the things that God's going to regain for me and you. Now, for the last little while, we were talking about the recovery of our health. Yes. Recovery of our health. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Where well, God is recovering our health. And then last time we got together, we talking about returning to the Lord for the recovery and restoration of health. Because we found out there are some ways that we're turning away from the Lord and not doing what the Lord said to do. That's one of the reasons why we won't be able to receive all the restoration that he has in store for me and you. But we're returning to the Lord. And we're doing with our bodies what he wanted us to do with our bodies. Amen. We decided we was going to exercise because we found out even though, even though exercise is, is, is only good for a, a little while, then we just make sure that we increase the intervals for it can be more of a little while. Praise God. We're getting ready to gluttony. Praise God. Hallelujah. And we done cut it down to half a bag of chips rather than the whole family-sized bag of chips. Praise God. And we're on our way. Praise God. Eventually, we're going to make it back to those little bitty bags we used to eat. Remember them little bitty bags of chips? Y'all don't even remember them, do you? Praise God. you like, oh, Lord. We're we causing it. We're we finding out there's a time to eat. So we quit not eating so late. Praise God and amen, as well as so much too. Praise God. Cause we found out that there's a time for our body to recover. That's why we sleep, not when it's supposed to be doing overtime, working on the food that was just put in you. Praise yeah. God. Amen. So we, we, we've been learning some of these things. We learned that we're going to return to moderation. Praise God. Where we're going to eat moderately. Well, we ain't gonna have to just go to an expensive restaurant to see some plate when we got food on it. But when we get home, we're gonna see plate when we got food on it. Because you know when you go to them expensive restaurants, they got all these beautiful plates. You see all this plate. You be like, look, man, I'm spending way too much money on this food to see this much plate. Praise God. <laughs> I need some more food, man. Praise God. But, but, but we return returning to moderacy and we sing plate around at our home too. Because we're not putting all that, piling all that on it like we used to do and showing our balancing skills as we on our way back from the, from, from the stove, picking up all that food, praise God. And we found out that we're casting our care upon the Lord because he cares for us. We're going to quit worrying about stuff and, and being all stressed out about stuff because God never intended us to live like that. He, he wants to take the stress from us. He tells us to cast that thing on him because he cares for us so that God can be able to do in our life what he wants to do in our life. Today, we're going to go into another Part of recovery and restoration that God has in store for me and you. Let's look back at Joel chapter 2 one more time, please. Joel chapter 2. This time I'm going to pick up a reading at verse 18. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word. It says, Then will the Lord be jealous for his land and pity his people. Yea, the Lord will answer and say unto his people, Behold, check it out. Don't miss this. I will send you corn and wine and oil, and ye shall be satisfied therewith. And I will no more make you a reproach among the heathens, but I will remove far from you the northern army and I will drive you into a land barren and, and, and will drive you into a land barren and desolate with his face toward the east sea and his hind part toward the utmost sea and his stink shall come up and his ill savor shall come up because he hath done great things. Fear not, O ye lands, be glad and rejoice, for the Lord will do great things. Be not afraid, ye beasts of the field, for the pastures of the wilderness do spring, for the tree beareth her fruit, the fig tree and the vine do yield their strength. These are talking about trees that did not do it before. Now they're going to start doing it. Be glad then, ye children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he hath given you the former rain moderately, and he will cause to come down for you the rain, and the former rain, and the latter rain, in the first month, you already know what rain does. It causes production, praise God. Such a way where the the the, the, the 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 field, the yield from the field increases, where there's more that comes up. all this rain causes more to be able to come up. Praise God. And the, and the results of it is, and the floors shall be full of wheat, and that shall overflow with wine and oil. And I will restore to you the years that the locusts had eaten. The canker worm and the caterpillar and the pommel worm, my great army, which I sent among you. Now, what he's talking about there is that before the production would come, but yet at the same time, then the enemy would come in through through these various insects which would swarm into the area, wipe out everything that was produced in such a way was that which God intended them to have and enjoy. They couldn't have and enjoy because something else came in and had it and enjoyed it, took it away from them. So that then after they moved away, left them in lack where there was nothing going on. And remember, they couldn't go to grocery store like me and you. They grew everything they had. So that meant that they lived in lack for another season until they could then regrow everything back again and hope that it would manifest that season. Rather than, than those locusts and those worms and worms come back in again and destroy everything again to the point that they have little. You know, they, a lot comes their way, but very little of it is, has to stay. He said, but this time I'm going to restore to you the years that the locusts have eaten, which means that all they ate through all those years, I'm going to restore to you. All they ate and destroyed through all those years, I'm going to re- restore to you. And ye shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. And praise the name of the Lord your God that have dealt wondrous with you. And my people shall never be ashamed. What he's talking about here now that we're going to be talking about for the next few weeks is recovery and restoration of substance. Recovery and restoration of substance. Of substance. Now, I know you want me to talk about money. But at the same time, substance includes money. Substance is a much more over- arcing subject. It is a much more overarching subject where it is inclusive of many things, including money. See, God desires the cause of recovery and restoration to come to his people. That word recover, one of them means to give back or to return. To give back or to return. God is willing to give back what we no longer have and return to our lives that which is gone. To give back to us that which we no longer have. And to give back to us that which is gone. The word restore also means to put or bring back into existence or use. To put or bring back into existence or use. Which means there are things in our lives that no longer exist. That God wants to bring back into existence in the midst of our lives whereas they no longer exist, but he wants to bring them back into existence in our life. There are things in our life that we no longer use that God intends for us to be able to put into use, but we don't have it to use, but God's going to put it back in our life so that it can be used in our lives. That's good news. The word restore also means to bring back to or put back into a former or original state. To bring back to or put back into a former or original state. Single word is to renew, which means there are things that God would like to be brought back to us and put back into our into the former or original state. Or Another way of phrasing it, the way it was originally planned to be, because there are things that God wants to renew for me and you that nobody else can do. That word restore also means last of the definitions. It means to put again in possession of something. There are things that God wants to put back into our possession again that have not been in our possession too many times for too long of a time. He wants to put it back into our possession again. There are things which were once there, but have since been gone. We, and for some of us been gone way too long, but God wants to restore them to us. Hallelujah. Included in these many things that God wants to restore that the devil has stolen from God's people is our substance is our substance. Substance. Now, biblically, the word substance means property, but it's property as gathered. It's property, but it's property as gathered, which is talking about property that you have, possess, utilize, that you have, possess, and utilize. We ain't talking about that one on the lot that you drive by and wish that could be in your, in your driveway. I'm talking about the one that you have in your driveway. This is property as possessed. We ain't talking about that, 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 that dress that you saw, a suit that you saw when you went shopping, but you slid down that sleeve and kind of like took a little look at what it cost and left it on the rack because you couldn't put, afford to put that on your back. I'm talking about the one that you actually wear, that you actually have, that's in your closet. This is the kind I'm talking about right here. This word substance also translates goods, and riches goods and riches think about it God desires to recover and restore our substance to us our stuff our property our finances our money God wants to restore it to me and you our dinero the one that did go God wants to bring it back andale andale he wants it to come back quickly does anybody hear me up here God will recover and restore his people's substance to them. That is, if you let him, we'll get our stuff back. We'll get our property back. We'll get our finances back. We'll get our money back. In fact, God wants to do it for us, that is, recovering and and restore our substance more than we want him to do it. He wants to do it more than we want him to do it. Turn to 3 John, please. God wants to restore substance to me and you and everything that's attached to that. Third John, I love the Lord. Everybody here love the Lord? Amen. We got something in common, praise God. Third John, we're going to look at verse two. Of course, this is the apostle John writing to Gaius, praise God, but we know that the spirit of the Lord used these writings in order to be able to communicate to me and you Principles, concepts, ideas, and things that we need to know so that we can know what to expect and how to live now that we're righteous as a result of what Jesus Christ did for me and you. So, Holy Spirit is the one who breathed these things into existence, praise God, through the Apostle John. So, this is the Holy Spirit talking right here, praise God. And He's talking to me and you. That's one of the things that allows it to be able to transcend time and take it from a little small community over in the Middle East over into an entire world, praise God, because it transcends time. And so since the Holy Spirit had it breathed in Scripture for me and you so that it could be doctrine that's profitable to to be able to do for us what He wants to do, then that means, and he said, I don't say none other than what Jesus said, then that means that both Jesus and the Holy Spirit are speaking this to me and you. Not just to Gaius, but to me and you. And since Jesus said, I don't say none other than what the Father says, then that means that both Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and and, um, the Father are all speaking this to me and you. So that means that we got three voices that are saying this to you at the same time that John is writing this to me and you. Listen to what he's saying to you. Third John 2. It said, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as our soul prospers. Now I know you've read that so many times. You've heard about it so many times. That sometimes we become jaded to the reality of what he's saying to me and you. We become numb to the awesome revelation that he's trying to share with me and you. Instead of pricking our heart, we stand on the outside of it and don't become a part of what it is that God's saying to me and you. Beloved, you who I loved, you who I care for, you who I birthed out of my own self, you who I have spent much time with. Beloved, I wish above all things which means there's nothing that I wish more than this. I wish above all things that ye prosper and be in health even as our soul prosper. Now, we already found out that God wants a recovery and restoration to come to our health, but he also wants a recovery and restoration to come to our wealth. He wants us to become healthy and wealthy because he said, I wish above all things and there's nothing more important to me than the fact that you be in health and that you prosper. Nothing. Somebody said nothing. nothing. That's what he said. He said nothing. God wishes more than anything that we prosper. That's one of the reasons why he's going to cause this recovery and restoration to be able to, of substance to be able to manifest for me and you so that he can get his wish. So that he can get his wish. The only reason why it's a dot desire on the inside of you is because he placed that desire on the inside of you. The only reason why you, you want it like that is because he placed that inside of you like that. Now, of course, it can get perverted because we're living in a world that perverts the desires of God. But at the same time, you got the Holy Ghost living on, inside of you, and you got a good pastor, too, that's going to help keep you in line with why this prosperity is going to come to you so that you can understand why it's happening to you so you can do with it what it is he wants you to do when it shows up and comes to you. But one thing for certain, it's coming. Because he wished above all things that he prospered and be in health even as our soul prospered. I found a place in the Bible where he says he wishes that none should perish and all should come to repentance. Has anybody here got saved? Hands up, please. That happened because he wished it. So you are living proof that God gets what he wishes. That what he wishes manifests. How many people want here say? Mm-hmm. God gets what he wants. And God wants you to prosper. So just like you raise your hand, get ready to put out your hand because God's going to do for you what he said he's going to do with the same certainty, with the same clarity. It's going to happen to you. Why? So that we can prosper like he wants us to prosper. And remember those definitions to restore that I gave you. They tie right in with this. First one was restore is to give back or to return. Well, God will give back the substance that we no longer have. He'll give back the substance that we no longer have. He'll return to our lives all the substance that's gone. That's supposed to be there. He'll return it. That's gone. The second definition was to put or to bring back into existence or use. To put or to bring back into existence or use. There's substance that no longer exists in our lives that God wants to bring back into existence in our lives. Some of us had a not. Now we look where it was and it says not because it's not there like it used to. But God said, I'm going to bring it back into existence for you. Because there's stuff that we no longer use that God intended to be put back into our lives so that we can now use what it is that he always intended us to use. That's if we choose to use what he gave us to use. But isn't it good to be able to choose to use it or not use it rather than not be able to use it because you don't have it. See, I'd rather have it and choose to not use it than not have it and would love to use it, but I don't have nothing to use. God wants to put it in your life so he can put choice back in your life too. So that you can not use it because you didn't want to. You can. Amen. Amen. The word restore. I told you it means to bring back or to put back into a formal or original state to renew, to bring back or to put back in a formal original state to renew, which means there is substance that God would like to bring back to us or to put back into the formal or original state that it was in before. He wants us to be back. He wants it to be back to the way it was. Or back to the way it always was supposed to be. Back to the way it was. Or back to the way it was always supposed to be. God wants to renew that for you and me. And the last one was to restore. To put again in possession of something. To put again in possession of something. Well, God wants to put substance back in your possession again. Put substance back in your possession again. He wants to take that pie out the sky and put it on your counter in your kitchen. Is anybody hearing me up in here? The things that were once there, but have been, but since been gone, God wants to recover them and restore them for us. Whether it's the stuff or the money to be able to buy new stuff. Whether it's the stuff or the money to be able to buy new stuff. Either way, God's got to come in your way. Now, some of you used to have plenty of money and good credit too. Whereas you could buy basically whatever you wanted to. That's whether you paid cash, or signed your name. But now, you can't do like you used to do. Because you, you, you ain't got it like that anymore. I got good news. There's a recovery and restoration coming your way. Some of you used to be driving what you wanted to drive. Getting yourself every place you wanted to go. Whether you wanted, whether you wanted to, whenever you wanted to go. That when you decided you wanted to go somewhere, you'd go ahead and go because you had that wherewithal. But now you're not driving. But instead, you're getting rides. Before you had your ride, now you're getting rides or walking wherever you go because you're not driving like you used to be driving anymore. But I got good news. There's a recovery and restoration coming your way where substance is going to manifest in your life. Listen to what I say. Some of you used to be living in your own homes because you had your own place. But now you're living in somebody else's home, no longer owning your own place. But I know a God of grace that's going to open the door for you to get back your own place. Before you had your own place, but now you're renting somebody else's place. But I got good news. Pretty soon, there's a recovery and restoration coming your way. Whereas you're going to pull up to your own place on a given day. Put your own key back in your own door and close your own door. Lay on your own couch. Praise God. Is anybody hearing me up in here? That don't move none of y'all. Because you might have not had any of these things in the first place. So you think like recovery, that's nice. because I never had it in the first place. Praise God. <laughs> You might have never had any of these things or done any of these things that I just mentioned to you. But at the same time, understand there's still a recovery and a restoration coming to you too. Well, that's all the way have time for today. We trust that you are blessed for what the word of God had to say. Hopefully you're coming to know our God as a God who's capable of causing a regaining of those things that have been lost and are taken away in our lives, including our health. And more importantly, I hope you're becoming inspired to let God be a God who restores everything that's been lost and or taken away in our lives. He's willing and wanting to do it for all of us. So come on, let's let him do it for us. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-7859-238. That's area code 210-7859-238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road, San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you, ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. If you're in or visiting San Antonio, come on by and see us. Word of faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6:45, Saturday afternoons at 4:30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. And don't forget, if you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, we have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service that'll pick you up at home and then drop you off at home after the service is over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride if you need a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. I bet you you'll be blessed when you do. Don't forget to tune into our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, that we're going to ask the same question of you that is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.